That's right. This is Heavy Metal Talk Radio. I'm Neil Winnell. It's the internet-only, uncensored, all-talk edition of Metal Mouth. And, as always, my co-host on the East Coast, Japan Nick. Nick, how you doing tonight? Doing well. Um, real excited to talk about the new Warbringer album. Um, tons of new tours coming up in the next couple of months. And I suppose, let's say, um, you know, the Warbringer creator and Overkill tour is coming uh-huh. around October 30th to Baltimore Soundstage. What about the album? Let's talk about the album first. Okay. Now, with the album... When's that going to come out? Let's keep in mind, new band members include Jeff Potts and Ben Motsman of Mantic Ritual, returning with John Keeble on vocals, Carlos Cruz, former drummer for Hexen, and Warbringer um, founding guitarist John Locks on guitar, for I think uh, the strongest lineup of Warbringer yet. Um, yeah, that's I'd and, say at uh, this point in time, uh, people could view Warbringer as this generation's Megadeth. Not only because they're really a promising band, but also they have um, an eternal rotating lineup. For better or mm-hmm. for worse, but this time around, I really like how the lineup is. Right, yeah. That's really getting excited. Now, when's the album coming out? I believe it should be coming out real soon. Um, album kicks off with this track called Horizon. It's got this real eerie horror movie-esque intro at the beginning. And then mm-hmm. less than a minute into it, kicks into high gear in typical thrash metal fashion. Now, cool. running, now with Turning of the Gears, I thought that was um, probably my favorite track on the album. It's got lyrics like running, but the wheel keeps turning faster day after day, year after mm-hmm. year. Just kind of like a real relentless, like never-ending, um, torturous uh, situation you found yourself in, and it's never going away. Now, Iron City, you know that's the uh, Pittsburgh beer that the guys in Mantic uh-huh. Ritual totally, totally love. And um, (laughs) it's obviously, yeah, I mean, it was actually penned by Jeff and Ben from Mantic. Uh And um, it, I really feel like it could turn into the thrash metal version of Night Train, you know, track three from Appetite for Destruction from Guns N' Roses. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really feel like that'll be like um, up there with maybe some tankard versions about booze as well. Right. Now, I'd say Towers of the Serpent closes the book on the album excellently with the shouts of, I see the golden ages past and the glory days long gone. Um, lots of really fun drum rhythms, fine arpeggios, a good number of fun solos. And, uh, I mean, the major songs to check out are Turning of the Gears, Black Sun, Black Moon, that does have a uh, music video for it being worked on at this moment. Iron City, which I just talked about. Hunter Seeker, that was a recent um, single that was released. And Leviathan. 
albums should appeal to fans of Megadeth, Testament, Witchhaven, and Hatchet. And do you uh, do you know a release date on that album? Uh, hold on a second. Let me just check on Metal Archives. But um, one thing people do need to keep in mind is um, a good number of uh, great cities are going to be included. I believe November 6th, uh, it's hitting Mojo's. Oh, by the way. The album comes out October 25th. October 25th. So that's like, what, like a week? And um, Portland, November 13th. San Francisco, November 14th. November 23rd and 24th. Ending off the tour at Stage 48 in New York City. And then, I believe, Warbringer where's, has... Where's it start at? Where are they kicking it off at? Baltimore Soundstage, October 30th. Okay. And when's the Then the next night, Halloween. They're going to be at uh, the Troc in Philly. Okay. That might be a good tour to see. Um, Yeah. um, All three of those bands are going to be a real fun time. Now... Mm -hmm. And I've never seen Creator. I mean, they're the only German thrash metal band uh, that's toured consistently throughout America. I mean, um, Destruction, those days are uh, gone. And I've mm-hmm. been saying before, yeah, I, I don't I'm think Sodom ever made it. Anymore. But Tanker next year, they're coming to uh, the Maryland Death Fest, which will be great. Yeah. Now... Last night, I got to see um, Sabbath, Antichrist with local uh, Brooklyn Black Thrashers, Nature and Villains, at Webster Hall last night. Um, one of the best shows I've seen in quite a while. It's put on by Barbecue Booking, a promotional company in New York City. Um, hoping to do some promotion for Antichrist when they come around to the uh, New Jersey, New York City area next time. Um, then also... This week is the start of the College Music Journal, where people from all over America descend upon New York City for the interaction of discovering new artists and making new industry contacts. Hmm. And what's that? Is that going on all weekend? No, it's all week, uh, from Monday to uh, Friday. Oh, it's all week, all week. Various, various venues throughout the city? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, typically during CMJ week, Every single uh, bar and venue is booked up to their uh, ears right. with uh, oh, yeah. nonstop shows. At one of the shows at Club Europa this Wednesday, um, Knock Mystium has dropped uh, from the bill since uh, frontman Blake Judd is in jail at the moment and they can't get him out of jail before the concert starts. So Black Anvil, Ramming Speed, and Votnet Viscar will still be performing at Club Europa this Wednesday, but Knock Mystium has been canceled. Yeah, and why is he in jail? Do you want to talk about that? or? Um, I'm not even sure what the reason is, but uh, it he's not getting out of jail 
to perform at the concert, I'll tell you that much. Huh. I wonder what's going to become of him. I mean, in the band and all. I mean, he's, I don't know. He's, I've just heard, I, I, but like I said, I've just heard. There are only rumors and I've only heard him. I've never met met him. or I didn't see the band play once a few years ago. I Pearl Room. They, uh, they put on one hell of a show. They were a good band. Um, well, whatever the story is, um, that's all I really want to say. Because, honestly, yeah. I'm not sure about what the reason is he's in jail, so I don't like to speculate and throw out um, right. bad information. But well, the yeah, thing is, yeah, he's in jail over, at the I moment, mean, so that's that. Right. If anybody wants to know, they can find it. It's on the internet. Just Google it. Also, coming up uh, real soon, the uh, Diamond Plate concerts with Death Angel... Three Inches of Blood, Battlecross, and Revocation. Um, that's mm-hmm. hitting up a good number of places all over America. Um, October 29th, it's hitting Webster Hall in New York City. And let me see. Where else is it hitting? When is the um, Chicago date? I don't know the exact date. I, uh, I should, but I don't. It's um, November, early November, I believe. So it's probably about, you know, a week or so after their New York date, I would imagine, they're going to be this way. It should be okay, a good let's show. See. I mean, Diamond Plate, uh, they're, they're the uh, opening act on this tour. But in Chicago, I mean, that's going to be a hometown gig for them. Yeah, they're, they're actually playing at Reggie's uh, Tuesday, November at Reggie's, 5th. Yeah. Yeah, and Diamond Plate, I mean, in Chicago, Diamond Plate would headline Reggie's, you know, and they have several packs on their own. So they'll do good in Chicago. They're going to get a good draw there. That's going to be a fun time, really. Now, how big of a club is Reggie's? Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to tell you in number-wise, because I really don't know, but it's not a huge place. It's not uh, – Reggie's is kind of like – it's it's like a whole complex, really. It takes up a couple of a couple of spaces. There's uh, the music – or the, um, the music joint, they call it, on one side. It's more of a bar, and they're yeah. open all day. All, you know, they've got regular bar hours. They also have a stage, and they have uh, some bands playing there on the weekends. But usually in the, uh, the rock room – there's a bigger room, and it's more of a hall where, uh, you know, where the bands play, the, the bigger bands, national touring acts to play there. And then upstairs, they got Record Breakers, the record store. You know, and there's also, uh, in the music joint, you can go in there and get good food. They got, a, they got a full kitchen. I hear the wings are good. I haven't had them yet. But I hear they're really good. So as far as uh, size-wise, how many people can hold I wouldn't know exactly how many people it can hold, but it's a, it's a pretty good. Um, oh, it's a, it's a decent sized venue. It's not huge, but it's not it's not you know like I said, it's not just a bar. It's a, it's an actual venue. Reggie's is, and they have a bar too. Would you say it could hold seven hundred people? Uh, I would say, yeah, I would guess it could, because there's also I mean there's the. Uh, the main floor, and uh, it's it's probably a uh, pretty good size. And then uh, there's also a, an upstairs balcony. 
it can hold a good number of people up there too. Yeah, I'd say seven hundred easy. Now, is Reggie's the type of place where like sometimes shows will go on upstairs and downstairs at the same time? Uh, well, not so much upstairs. Um, in in either the music joint or the rock room. Yeah, yeah, they'll have uh, on the same night, same time, different bands. And it could be completely different types of bands, too, completely different genres of music. They might have an acoustic set over there. They might have, uh, you know, something that's just it's electric but just not metal. And, and the other side, too, they've got a lot of stuff that's not, it's not always metal bands. Uh, but it's definitely a rock club. Now, keeping things uh, mindful of uh, what's going on in Chicago in the next couple of months, Hallow's Eve is getting uh-huh. ready to do some concerts next year, and they're going to be headlining the Ragnarok. Wait, say that again. You're talking too quick. Slow down. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Hallow's Eve, the uh, Georgia Thrashers are getting ready to do some uh-huh. concerts next year. They're going to be headlining okay. the Ragnarok Metal Apocalypse show in Chicago, April 4th That's and 5th at Reggie's. Um, mm-hmm. I believe they should be hitting up the Northeast and the Northwest. I believe also Midnight Hellion is going to be another band on the Ragnarok Metal Apocalypse show, along with about uh-huh. 15 or 20 other bands. Right. And, uh, Ragnarok, that's, right? Dude, that's really, only, uh, really great concert. Yeah, I believe that's only a Chicago show, the Ragnarok Metal Apocalypse. But... I don't think that show tours at all. Yeah, maybe it. They're trying to turn it into like a festival, like um, every year, but um, mm-hmm. it really takes a lot of work to turn um, a one-day concert into like maybe a three or four-day festival. Oh yeah, I'm sure it does, and, and yeah, to get those bands, you know, to get all of them bands, secure all of that. That's not easy to do. It's not cheap either. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it get costly. Yeah. They were, I mean, uh, there's... I, I was at the Ragnarokker, um, not just this past one, but uh, I believe it was 2012. But that one was at Mojo's in Joliet. So this, uh, this next one coming up in April, this will be their second time at Reggie's. And then I believe the first one was also at... Uh, was also in Joliet, but that was at a, a place called Bada Brew, which is more of a um, more of a bar, you know, than a like it's not an all ages venue. You know, it's a twenty one and older. Now, what is bigger, Mojo's or Reggie's? Hmm, I'm not really sure. I'm guessing that uh, I don't know. They're both. Uh, I'm guessing they're both about the same size. Mojo's, you, they might pack a couple more people in there. You know, might be able to, size-wise. But I think that uh, the bigger draws usually are Reggie's. Or maybe it just looks that way because it might be a small room. They're completely different atmospheres, too. Mojo's is... is uh, it's, uh, it's nicer, I guess. It's cleaner. But I've heard people say that they prefer Reggie's because Reggie's is just more of a, 
Yeah, Reggie's is just a rock room. I mean, you're in there. It's dirty. It's smelly. It's uh, there's stickers all over the walls in the bathrooms. There's some spray paint in the hallways. That's but it's fun. You know, it's a good place to be. But I've seen some good shows at Mojo's too. Mojo's has got a really nice stage, good sound system, good lights. So it's a toss up there. I mean, being in the area, a lot of people in the city complain that they don't want to go all the way out to Joliet to see a show. It's kind of a far hike. But uh, then again, if you live out that way, you know, there's a lot of people who live out that way that, that complain to coming into the city all the time to see shows. So it's good to have the two. Also, Death Angel's new album, The Dream Calls for Blood, feels a lot like a Relentless Retribution, I feel like, in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. I got to listen to about the first three or four songs from it, and uh, really, really a lot of fun. Yeah, that one was a good one, too. I really can't give you that much information on it, just because I didn't get to really listen to it that much. But I mean, if you like mm. Relentless Retribution, you give uh, The Dream Calls for Blood a good uh, listen. You'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, I believe that's uh, streaming on their website, too, or it was. But I, I think it's still listening. It's still up there. But yeah, like I said, the, the title track is good. And There's the album only, is... uh, what, Two original members, though, isn't it? From the, from the original Death Angel. Um, yeah, it's been that way for a couple of albums. Um, I do believe, let's see, god damn, I could have sworn that, uh, The Art of Dying had some of the, uh, original people on there, but, um, that, that's just the way things have gone. Um, I mean, not every uh, band can hold on to all their uh, members forever. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, they've had problems along the way. But then then again, who hasn't? It happens. I do believe um, The Art of Dying had most of the original crew, along with Killing Season. Because I know Dennis yeah, Papa. Angel's one of the bands that, uh, well, like after the, uh, the third album, when they had the accident, they come back as, uh, they were a different band then. You know, there was a time that it wasn't Death Angel, it was something else. The organization. And I just lost, uh, yeah, that's it, that's it. And, yeah, and I just kind of lost, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know if you'd say interest, but in contact with them. And then you find other stuff, you know, I mean, you know, but then, you know the, the new stuff they're coming out with now, it's, uh, it's not a lot like the old stuff, really. Yeah, I really liked um, Relentless Retribution a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I Choose the Sky. The, that was the past album? Yeah, that came out in 2010. What was the single from that one? I believe... Um, into the Arms of Righteous Anger. Um, let's see. Oh, wait. Truce, River of Rapture had videos made for them. 
But I chose the sky. I thought that was the uh, standout best track of the album. And I'd say beyond that, um, I wish people would be uh, mentioning Hallow's Eve more because, I mean, that's a great uh, 1980s heavy metal band that uh, people should mm-hmm. uh, take a look at too because it's just like those guys are, are going to be playing next year, confirmed. All the uh, members right. are cool with each other. Um, there's no bad blood or anything like that, whereas just some of the other bands, it's kind of like uh, it's really up in the air what's going to happen. Right, yeah. yeah. Although I'd, I'm really uh, excited for what's going to go on with Hallow's Eve just because like, that was like one of those southern metal bands that just like they played the New England Metal and Hardcore Festival and it'd be great, though, if they just hit the New York City area. Because, I mean, there's a lot of uh, major uh, metalheads out there in the uh, New York area, and even in the Philly area, that are willing to uh, make the trek up to New York. And, I mean, mm-hmm. really, really, really excited for what's going to go on with Hallow's Eve next year. They, they don't have anything uh, confirmed for the New York City area? Um, they're working on it. Right now, What's um... The, the distance between New York and Philly, you said some people make the trek back and forth to see shows. What's, what's the distance? I think it's about an hour or two. Let me check on oh, Google. Okay. Well, it's not, it's not that. It's not, it's not too terribly far, though. It's not like you're It's traveling. an hour and 40 minutes. Um, oh, yeah. that's a trek... But, I mean, you will do it. Like, if it there's is, something yeah. really amazing going on, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I know some people uh, came from Philadelphia to see that uh, Sabbath concert last night at Webster Hall. And mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like, you know, if there's only going to be a New York show in the radius of about 500 miles, you're going to go to the right, New York right. show, period. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I know people that go like from the Chicago area down to St. Louis to see shows, and that's probably a good. I don't know. I'm I'm saying four to six hour drive around in that area. St. Louis to Chicago. Mega bus though. It's, uh, it's supposed to be really cheap and gets you around the country fairly cheap. Oh, wow, yeah, four and a half hours, like 300 miles. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, right, that's yeah. <laughs> that's a crazy distance. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If you're driving it, that's a, that's a haul, especially if you're paying for the gas. You know, you take, like, uh, the Megabus, that's, that's cheap. How much is the Megabus, and how, like, how far in advance do you need to book these things? Um, I'm not really sure. I, I've never used it. I've just heard of it, you know. So I, I, I imagine it depends on where you're going, and, and probably like anything else, you know, what day of the week, what time you're going, and then you got to figure out where. But you go. I mean, they got a, a website. I think it's like megabus.com. You know, you just go in there and check it out. I'm sure it'll give you all the info there. But yeah, that seems like a, a good. Uh, a good cheap way to get around if you want to go see a show that's not in your immediate area and you don't want to spend like you know, four bucks a gallon for gas. 
Also, some concerts that uh, people should be uh, keeping an eye out for, too. Like, if you had a good time seeing Sabbath recently, don't forget, mm-hmm. Melt Banana is coming around November 1st to New York City. You do want to see that okay. one if you enjoyed Sabbath. And that's just uh, just the one show in New York City? It's not a tour? It's not... I want to say it's a tour. Let me see. Okay. That that would make the most sense to me. Yeah. I mean, um, I see dates in Chicago um, for Melt Banana oh, okay, at Double right. Door Sunday the 27th. Uh, let's see. Okay. Other places as well. But I mean, they're they're playing Vancouver. They're playing Denver. Ohio, Ontario, Cambridge, Massachusetts, um, Atlanta, Georgia, Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, they're doing a a much bigger tour roster than what Sabbath was doing, because I believe Sabbath only did like three or four dates in America, and then they're shooting out to other places all over. Right. Oh, wow. But I mean, it's just like... I think it's been a little while since Sabbath has come around to America. So if you missed them mm-hmm. uh, last night in New York City or the other two or three places they played in America, that sucks for you because it was a little <laughs> while since Sabbath has come around these parts. Yeah, and I missed them when they were in Chicago. So I guess for me, it was what, uh, Saturday, I believe they were here. Friday or Saturday? It was just the last couple of days. I got to see pictures, though. <laughs> yeah I mean um, let's see wait a second I believe they played uh, Reggie's yeah they played Reggie's Saturday and then they flew from Chicago Saturday. or they drove whatever it was with uh, Scythe Morbid Saint and Sons of Famine at Reggie's, so uh-huh. that, that was a wicked show, too. Oh, both uh, both Skype and Morbid Saint are on the tour with them? Well, no, no, it was just kind of like there. different things going on on these different shows. Uh-huh. And it's like the promoter of the show pretty much is picking who gets to play with them. Right, but you, but you mentioned Skype and Morbid Saint, and and they both they both played in in New York too. No, no, that, I'm just talking about the Reggie show in Chicago. Skyth, oh, okay, right. Morbid right. Yeah, Saint and Sons of Family. And and they're both uh, Chicago area bands. Well, all of them are, are Chicago area bands. Wait, wait, isn't Morbid Saint from Wisconsin? Well, Morbid Saint's from Kenosha. And we kind of consider that a Chicago, it's just like right on the border, which is like real far north side. Yeah, we're real far. You know, it's, it's not in the city. It's not. Uh, it's probably um, a couple hour drive, an hour and a half drive, I'm guessing. I mean, uh, Morbid Saint is known to uh, play in Philadelphia as well, too. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, yeah, you know. They've been around for a long time. 
And on that note, um, what kinds of things do you want to um, focus on next week? Next week, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm really wide open. I like talking about the new stuff that's coming out. There's plenty of it. Um, if we, yeah, if we don't have a guest, you know, we'll talk about something like that. I guess we'll uh, we'll come up with something. <laughs> you know that. And um, maybe we could get somebody from Weekend Nachos or maybe Hallow's Eve into uh, the show in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I think that's probably possible. Anything's possible. We'll work on that. Uh, Weekend Nachos, they've got, um, it's probably out already. They just released an album or they're just about to release an album. I believe that's their debut album. Yeah, I believe it's called Still. Oh, yeah, I got to hear a few tracks from that one, too. That sounds pretty good. November 11th is coming out, actually. Okay, all right. And, um, I mean, damn, those guys... <laughs> those guys are nuts when you see them live. Oh, you, yeah, you've I mean, seen them, huh? Yeah, I saw them at Maryland Death Fest this year. Uh, they played the Baltimore oh, okay. Soundstage Arena. Um, pretty much people uh-huh. were calling them the... Uh, they were calling that the grind uh, core and power violence stage, just because so many of those mm-hmm. types of bands were just playing the soundstage arena versus the uh, three venues that were attached to Club Sonar. So it was kind of like a five or ten minute walk, depending upon how fast you move. Right. To get to <laughs> yeah, those, and they're uh, Chicago area bands. I, mean, I haven't seen them play yet. I'm going to have to get out more, I guess. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you got to support them. I mean, they're from Chicago, but mm-hmm. I mean, power violence and sludge metal. They sing about alienation, politics, cross punks, and I think also possibly straight edge themes as well. And um, mm-hmm. it's great, though, because, I mean, they actually put out cassettes, too. And, I mean, I really like that trend now where uh, these metal bands and things like that are putting out cassettes because, I mean... Damn, you know, if you drive like a 1980s or 1990s car and you don't have a CD player in there, you have a cassette player. Yeah, I was going to say, where do you even get a cassette player? Can you even buy a cassette player? Um, yeah, go on eBay or something. But, um, I mean, there's so many cars out there on the road with cassette players. I mean, my car I drive has a cassette player. So that always makes me real happy when I get a cassette because it's like, all right, oh, something really? new I can listen to. There you go. So you still but, got the cassette player in the car? Yeah, I mean, I, I drive a '98 Chevy uh, Lumina, and uh, uh-huh. really nice condition vehicle, and um, it's a real winner of a car. I mean, but on that note. Let's uh, let's call it a night and start planning for next week. All right, Nick. Well, until next week, keep it metal. Adios. Bill Matthews, a registered trademark. You are me, Don Sachs.